Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Tanjam. Tanjam. Good. AKA Tanner Green Ring. And I am joined, as always, by my co host, Fiel Baby. Fiel Baby. Fiel Baby. Fiel Baby. Fiel Baby. I hate being associated with Flababy. <laughs> I do too. I hated writing it. It's a good nickname, though. Fiel Baby. Fiel Baby. I don't like those Flababies, and we'll talk about that later when we get to Route yeah, I, 5. I gotta stay on track for now. I can't talk about it yet. Got to stay on track. Joshua, we play through each Pokemon game, gym by gym, week by week. We are on Season 6. That's right. Playing wow. through Pokemon X and Y. We're over the hump. We're like over the hill. We're in the modern era of Pokemon games. You could hand this to a child today and say, this is a new Pokemon game. And they would be like, good, fine, thank you. Yeah, they'd probably figure it out. They'd probably figure it out. Joshua, we're on week two, gym two, Silage City. Silage. Yes. Uh, what a strange journey we <laughs> went on over the last Whoa. week. Huh? I don't think... There's been a game with this long of a leg this early on. Nightmarish. There were long. multiple times where both of us, you in particular, thought that we were done. Just totally misassessed. And then there were like two more hours left. We usually record this show on Tuesday night. And on Tuesday evening, right before we were set to record, you texted me and said, I can't believe how long this leg is. I'm still not done. <laughs> yeah. And I and I said, What do you mean? And you said, Well, <laughs> I haven't even made it to Silage City yet or whatever. And I realized that I had made it all the way to Lumios City and done everything that there was to do in Lumios City except the gym. But much to my surprise, according to you, the gym is not in Lumios City. And in fact, there's about uh, maybe (laughs) four hours of content between Lumios City and the gym, this leg. There's like several other towns and like palaces and shit and like caves that you have to get through. So we postponed the record to to now, Thursday evening, and we've both made it through the leg of the journey, although it it was a little touch and go there for a while. Yeah, I was still wrapping it up like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I think I played Pokemon almost all day yesterday. Don't tell anyone who I work for. Uh, yeah, same, same. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we uh, we ended our journey last week in Santaloon, Santaloon City, and we took on that's right, Viola, 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 yes, the bug type trainer. Yeah, she kicks us out. She tells us to to head north. Uh, so we do. Uh, you are immediately stopped on your way out of Santaloon by a woman who says, "You there, boy." Here's the new experience here. We already talked about this a little bit. Yeah, you just get it immediately. It's a handout. And it is the grotesque version of the experience share. Yeah. Do we want to talk about whether or not this is the good version or the bad version and why it's the bad version? You can turn it off. Yes. And I did. But then you have no experience share at all. Right. Not even the, the kind we like. I'll say I definitely prefer where it's a held item and it's just one Pokemon and they get an even split. Yep. I think for the purposes of doing a podcast weekly, the experience share being turned on is pretty nice because we don't have to grind as much and we can focus more on paying attention to the world around us, both the Poke world and the real one. But in general, I'm opposed. It makes the game way too easy. Yeah. Like, it's just split across your whole team. Yeah. Regardless of if they do anything. I was thinking about it with the pan monkeys this week because at one point, we do have to fight Tierno and Trevor alongside, uh, what's her face? 
Serena. I don't I don't know what any of those losers' names are. Um, and I had to go get the pan monkeys and pull them out of my box for that battle because they're my rivals, as you know. Right. And they've already jumped up like five or six levels just based on like the two fights they've been in because of yeah. this experience share. So that handicap where like bug catchers, if you recall, Tanner has decided he will face off with his rivals or our friends. They're just friends, they're I guess. They're our buds. I guess I wouldn't they're have here to, chosen. We're here this to build them up, and they're here to build us. Choice, up. yeah. And in those battles, because you want to handicap yourself, you are using the the pan monkeys. But with experience share, I feel like it's probably not actually that much of a obstacle. No, it's it's mostly fine. Um, they just keep gaining levels, despite my insistence that they they do not do that. They they do it anyway, um, and it's yeah. all the experience share's fault. We will get there though, Joshua. Yes, right now, yes. we have the experience share. We're headed up to Route 4. The Parterre Way. It's a, it's a little, little um, it's a little French garden. Mm-hmm. Some hedgerows, some hedge mazes. You can pop in. You can uh, battle a couple of gardeners. You can find a couple of items. And you can catch some dang Pokemon, can't you, Josh? Yes, yes, yes. The main Pokemon that they seem most interested in you catching... Uh, the one that they keep serving to you over and over again, anytime you step into the new type of tall grass, which is beautiful flowers. It is beautiful. Is my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Oh, I'm glad we're just getting it over with. I couldn't wait until Route 5, because I, I was like, I think I saw that fucking thing on Route 4. I have, I have another Pokemon that I'm going to nominate on Route 5, because it's a pretty barfy route. It's pretty barfy... Con, honestly, a little bit of a barfy game. Yeah, but there are they also good. some strong sweetie talent. Oh. I was oh. torn Absolutely. on where to go. I mean, Litleo? I think Litleo is a... kind of gross looking just because of its big eyes. But I think the thing it turns into is kind of cool. That big lion. It's definitely cool. Yeah. I'm, I fell in love with a little sweetie this week called Swirlix. Oh, interesting. I don't think I even saw Swirlix. I don't think you have it in your game. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. But let's let's we 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 got a whole segment to we talk about sweeties, uh, and we got something to barf on. Flababy, obviously. Oh my god! Uh, they really want you to catch Flababies, and they're really into telling you all about the fairy type Pokemon, which I know about and I have known about for for some generations now. I'm not interested in a Flababy. I don't care that they come in different colors. I think every color is just no. as ugly as the last. There's not I one color that thing. redeems this thing. Does it evolve? I appreciate it does, and I want to get to that in a second. I appreciate that they've added more Pokemon that take advantage of regional or seasonal variants, which they introduced in black and white. Yeah, but like... But this isn't the way to go. This Flabebe, this is a train wreck. Look at um, Virilion. What's it called? Vivillion. That's a beautiful way to do variants. Beautiful. Changing the ugly flower of the ugly Pokemon is not, it's not good enough. Pokemon Company. God, I, I, I hate this thing. So ugly. And I will say, its evolved form, Flor- Florgis. Oh, it, it evolves into something called Floet, which sounds like a fucking prostate medication. Yeah, it's well, I'm talking about its final and form, it but Floet, yeah, is a prostate medication. Okay, oh my God. now you're telling me it evolves into a sexy Pokemon. It very sexy, like mermaid flower yeah, it's got a little mermaid tail sticking his little butt out this whole line is problematic in different ways 
Yeah, it starts bad, gets worse. Three foot seven <laughs> is how big Floor Jess is. Floor That's Jess. That's pretty tall. Yeah, think about encountering this What's thing, that, but like it's like also. Height? Yeah. Okay, that fucks me up a little bit. For you, yeah. <laughs> Lumios City, the the city of lights. Yeah, the well, obvious not, not right now, Paris actually ripoff. Um, but because everywhere you go in the city, there's a construction man telling you that there's a blackout and all the lights are out and you can't go anywhere. Really? But you're like capital city, Kalos. Like you can't even keep this powered. Also, though, you can see lights on in the buildings behind him. And also, there's just NPCs walking around in the streets behind him, behind all these construction yeah. guys. It's like, well, what about those people? How come yeah, they're allowed and to you go know why? Oh, because Joshua? we're not upper class enough. We're <laughs> oh, not we stylish speak, enough for this town. Because we don't speak Kalos. We're not invited yeah, to. Yeah, I said bonjour to them, and then they were like, "You, why don't you go back to Vanneville with the rest <laughs> of the peasants? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's it. Trying to send Joan back. Maybe that's it. I, and I was eager to kind of get the casual xenophobia out of the way. And now that we have, <laughs> uh, I'm glad because we can just talk about Lumios City, the biggest Pokemon city we've ever visited in any of these games, certainly, right? Rivals uh, rivals the New York of Unova, whatever that was called. Castilia. Castilia. Yeah. I read that Kalos is the most populous region in terms of number of npcs i believe in it. they're Pokemon all they're, in general the, the whole map is lousy with them and almost and this, none of them have any anything interesting to say yeah nothing to say and the city is like four different regions or something and i think we can only access like really one of them fully at yeah this point. they give you a little mini south map, which part. is actually pretty handy because it's it's shaped the entire city is shaped like a spoked wheel um, but because of this big power outage, we're only allowed to access sort of the southern half. Yeah. Which is enough. It gets us in. It gets us to a Pokemon Center. It gives us access to a route out, which is nice. But then we mm-hmm. get a few little things that we can play with, Joshua. A few Indeed. fun little uh, attractions. The first of which is Professor Sycamore's lab. What a lab it is. It is a pretty impressive lab. There's It's, it's three levels. He's got one of those crazy machines that makes Pokeballs float. And I don't know what it does, but sometimes technical buildings in these games have that machine mm-hmm. he you're joined by serena and shauna or or uh that's Caleb that's it and shauna Caleb, yeah um as you walk in because professor sycamore wants to give you a pokemon yeah just for fun for and it's for no no strings attached you'd think if someone's just giving away free pokemon it's probably going to be crap it's going to be a flababe yeah you would think that Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's a fucking Kanto starter. <laughs> yeah. You get to He's choose out from Bulbasaurs and Squirtles and Charmanders like uh like they're they're uh, common. Yeah. And you get to choose whichever one you want. Who'd you choose? Bulbasaur. Me too. Oh, really? <laughs> well, you yeah. know, I think we both played Squirtle and Charmander, so I think it's fine for both of us to play a Bulbasaur. Plus, I was keenly aware that I was going to in fact had already caught what might be my favorite Pokemon of all time, right. which is a grass type. So I was like, well, I'm yeah. not going to run this Bulbasaur anyway. May as well just box it. Uh, I actually like Bulbasaur quite a bit in general. Um, and I, uh, if you recall, I had a Pansage. So I needed a grass Pokemon. And I don't need fire type because that's my starter. And Squirtle's like good, but, you know, there's plenty of water options. Plenty of Magikarps in the sea. Yeah, there we go. But he just gives it to you for free. And this is another part of the, like, kind of dumbing down of the series where it's just like, 
hey, how about instead of even having to like go somewhere and fight some person to get these starters, I'm just giving them to you for free. Yeah, just just. And also, they're Mega Stone for a Mega Evolution eventually. Right. And, which, the, which which is the the driving plot point this leg. But go ahead. Yeah, and to get to the bottom of how Mega Stones work, but the last part is another scientist also just gives you the false swipe TM. Oh yeah, for free. So also making perfect. catching Mon so easy. And that's normally a kind of like later game pickup. So they're just loading you up. They were friendly. Yeah. Sycamore and his his lab. It's a nice little lab. Then he, so he does, he gives you the, in, in our case, it was the Venusaurite. That's and right. explains that it's, it's a mega stone, which is part of mega evolutions. Mm-hmm. But he, he can't elaborate any further um, and says that you need to go to uh, Camp Fear Town. Camp Freer. Camp Friar. Camp Freer. Uh, town uh, and find a um, a scientist down there who can help you figure out what mega evolutions are. You know, to be fair, he's giving us these Pokemon for free, but we're just doing free labor. Yeah, we're researching for him. So yeah, so it's, we're interns. This is an exchange of goods and services. It's not no, nothing yeah. about this is free. This is labor. Yeah. I'll tell you, Josh, what my favorite thing in all of Lumio City is, and it's going to surprise you. What is it? The PR video studio. Really? Did you not have? Did you not sit and meticulously edit your own uh, PR video where you show the um, the origin story of how you met your starter Pokemon? I did not meticulously like, edit. Maybe it. like two hours straight, and then you showed it to your wife, no. and she's like, "What is that?" And I was like, "I just spent two hours doing this." <laughs> well. And I, I think I gave you a heart and uh, I said it was a beautiful story or something. But the bug catchers are probably your main audience for that thing. Fine, I'll post it when the episode goes up. It's beautiful. I it's a beautiful story. In, in, there's not sort of spend that amount of time. A lot you have to read into the backstory. But essentially, it's the story of how Lovemaker69 met Frog Frogger, the Froki. Uh-huh. And they're both pickup artists. Puas. Right. They're, they're no, Puas, they're no longer Puas, but this is the past. So at the time, they were both was they were both working the kind of pickup circuit uh and and just sort of met at a bar and they were trying to like they were trying to both peacock it's a little like night at the rocks were they oh oh they're both trying to peacock this like same woman Mm -hmm. and like kind of going up on her and like dancing on her uh and she like left in annoyance and like a huff but then they were there together and they're like oh can i get you a drink and then they became best friends yeah they're wingmen yeah yeah wingmen but they've they've reformed themselves. It seems I would say implying. that. I just think they no longer use the label pickup artist, but they definitely do still um, love to make love. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do do I? Yeah, <laughs> I know a lot about what is love. So you didn't like the PR <laughs> the video studio? Uh, I did it. I I wasn't like uh, enchanted, but I wasn't annoyed. I also went to something called coiffure clips uh, because okay. I wanted to get a haircut. I walked in and she was like, "Oh my god, you're be perfect for a makeover. I want to give you I want to give you the full workup. I want to give you a haircut. I want to give you color." And I was like, "Cool. I'm going to give myself the weirdest haircut in the world." And she was like, "That'll be 3,000 polka dollars." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "All right, this better be a fucking cool ass haircut." And then she has one basic haircut she can do. Short. Yeah. And it's just slightly shorter than your long hair. And then she wow. does one of three colors, blonde, black, or brunette. <laughs> I think there were more. There, I mean, there were definitely more for the female character. You also unlock more if you're more stylish, which I'm like still in the stock clothing I got in Vanillex town. So, 
Oh, I had bought a fedora back in Santa Lou. That's why. It's so stylish. I mean, you know, Joan of Arc has to make an impression. Yeah. And she did a bob cut and brunette, because I, I think that's historically accurate. <laughs> Maybe not the bob as much. Yeah. But uh, I was not stylish enough to get into this cafe class A. Oh, yeah. Me neither. They sent me away. They're like, maybe you'd be more comfortable somewhere else. They booted me to the curb. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're snobs there. But also, like, all these fucking cafes and hotels are like, they're so bo- They don't do anything. No. Like, you go to the hotels expecting trainer battles, and then it's just, like, schlubs and some guy called Mr. Bond or something. Yeah, Mr. Always Bonding wants to teach you these... about O powers. Oh, how to O. And that's something that's something obviously Lovemaker69 is into because he loves giving powerful O's to people. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, I mean, d- did I say Pokemon or did I say people? Uh, I think it's probably for him a little column A and a little meant, column B. If right? I said Pokemon, I meant people. It's just a slip. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am never going to use O powers. It's also something that's based on like being able to interact with people on Wi-Fi. I guess we could try it, but I just no, don't care. No, it does. I tried one. It was kind of cool. It's like a temporary boost. So like I had one yeah. that was like a catch O power and I turned it on and it increased my catch rate for like whatever, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. So if you're like on a hunt and you That's pretty good. Your that's catch a good rate, one. Um yeah, it, it's I think it's actually pretty good. Uh, but I didn't really look into it, and I don't know how it works. And the whole scene is very strange in there with Mr. Bonding. Yeah. He's, He's always, always hiding. in a hotel room. He's like, come up to my hotel room. I'll teach you about show O powers. You his o powers. Like, I, I, you know, Joan ran out of there, and she found herself at Restaurant Lena. Mm. Did you go there? I went everywhere. This man. is the only one that is good, and it's so good that I actually want to issue a trainer banger. At Restaurant Lena, you go in and the host says that they have, uh, you know, a three-course meal that day. And I think it's 3000 and you pay for the meal and you're sat in a beautiful, beautiful table right in the middle of the restaurant. Yeah. And Chef Roger, who is my trainer banger, comes out and he is like, sample my, you know, my French onion soup. <laughs> my, um... <laughs> My Meg Cargo. That's the, that was the only, That was the most French food you could come up with, huh? It was French onion soup. I thought of the, then. I thought of the joke. <laughs> it would just be onion soup, I guess. Yeah. But also the joke is uh, some Meg Meg Cargo. Yeah. You know, it's good. S Cargo. Got it. Okay. Anyway, uh, so you battle him, and he goes like, "If you you must eat it within two turns, and it means you have to defeat him in two turns, right. and you face off three times, and." I just love the attitude, and I love the sprite for the chef. Here's what I, I like both of those things, too. And it's fun, because you do double battles. Yeah, he's got, like, a saute pan that I think is full of pokeballs, and then he's got the little, what what is this? T- tongs. And the tongs have a pokeball, and he's just, like, looking proud. Here's what I and don't I like, like about Caf, the restaurant Lena. Okay. It costs $3,000, 3,000 poke credits. I could get a haircut yeah. for that money. And all sure. you win is tiny mushrooms. Yeah, the prize is bad. And I, I still don't know what a tiny mushroom is, but I know that I can't plant them in Lovemaker, the Lovemaker Estates. Oh, Lovemaker Estates. My vineyard. Tell me more. 
<laughs> oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when we get to Route Seven. Yeah, I bought. I I bought a lovely vineyard out on Route Seven, and I'm I'm doing some uh, vintage berry wines out there. Ooh, yeah, can't wait to visit. Um, anything else here? There's a place where you can buy stones. There's a place where you can buy herbs, but Phil, the photo guy from Shutterbug Cafe, love him. I guess love him. Side quest where you could just uh, there will be little <laughs> signs up with photo also. Uh, points phil reminds me everyone in this game expects a tip when they're done talking to you oh yeah and it's like i thought this was france uh, the french hate it's, tips. first of all yeah it's insulting why are they all asking for tips in france and then second of all i don't know what's good you know it's yeah. like 100 500 and then like 5,000 or something yeah. and they also they always seem a little insulted when you give them 100 poker credits but it's like dog i'm not made out of money and also there's like dudes in the pokemon centers who will just like read you a poem and he's like tip please yeah I'm fuck like, off i don't get out of here i always tip because i'm like stressed about what's gonna happen if i don't but i'm not handing out five g's do you remember did you ever play um oblivion elder scrolls for oblivion i am in the beginning of starting it there's a because i've never done it all the way and one of my goals before elder scrolls 6 whenever it does come out comes out oh. is i want to do Morrowind and Oblivion. I have to tell you about something else that is ruining my life and is the reason I was behind this week on this game. But okay. there's a guy in Oblivion who hangs out by like the main tower. He's like a little wood elf. And I'm this is 15 years ago, so I'm probably misremembering the facts. But every time you walk by yeah. him, he asks you for money. And if you give him money, slowly, 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 he, he asks for more and more money until he builds up a full suit of the strongest armor of the, in the game. And then he just attacks you and kills you. Oh, but if you kill him, do you get it? Yeah, I think so. But or it's you like, just it's not really hard him. to kill, from what I remember. Wow, I might That's be remem- pretty good. Might be misremembering that, though. but I think like you go to all this work and you spend all this time and all this money to like get this guy up to like a full suit of ebony armor, and then he immediately attacks you and kills you. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, um, what's ruining your life? It's uh, it's also. a little machine called the Steam Deck, Josh, oh, which I pre-ordered yeah. about a year ago, and it came in the mail this week stunning it's good it's it's one of the best things i've ever owned in my life i was not even considering it it's just a little gaming pc that it's like the not it's like a little bit bigger than a switch but like i was just playing morrowind Mm -hmm. in bed last night because i installed morrowind on it yeah see that would be fun because i'm playing it on my desktop computer and like i don't need you know 24 inches of morrowind graphics yeah because especially because it's not even widescreen mobile morrowind is like one of it's like a dream come true you know that's that is a good selling point. i was playing civ last night well i guess civ is on the switch too so it doesn't really matter yeah i love it i love this little machine uh josh let me ask you a question you got a fur fru no, I know a place where you can get its hair cut here. Yeah, I do know that you can do that, but I don't have a fur fruit. I think we can get them by now, but yeah, I, I caught one. don't care. I caught it. one out on Route Five, and I named it Fur Affinity. I've been emailing, um, <laughs> I've been sending DMs to all the bug catchers who tweet about the show, asking them if I can use their name for one of my Pokemon, and right. all of them, without fail, say yes. But please don't name me after a bad Pokemon. So oh, sure. I have adjusted my rules a little bit, and if there's no chance I will ever use the Pokemon in my party for any reason, then I just come up with a silly name for it. Okay. The the fur fru the I caught catchers. became fur affinity and immediately went into the box. Yeah, I I will not be using that thing. Yeah. I, I don't even like poodles. 
So why am I using a furfru? I don't have anything against poodles, but I'm not interested in I, a furfru. I don't like the look. It contrived. Joshua. <laughs> yeah. Route five. Yes. Or actually, no, the cafe. We have to before we can leave town, um, we're told that we have to go visit a special cafe called Cafe Soleil. There's a man in here having a conversation with a woman. Um, the woman's name is Diantha, and she's the Kalos region's most famous movie star. Mm-hmm. And the man she's talking to is called Lysandra, and he's very obviously the main bad guy of the video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't even try. They don't even try to make them not look like the main bad guy of the video game anymore. This guy's got like a big lion's mane of bright red hair. He's wearing the sharpest suit I've ever seen. He's very well put together. And then he is trim. And later on in the in the leg, we're inside some cave, and we get attacked by the, yeah. the bad guys of this game called Team Flare. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you have Team Flare grunt. You happen to be dressed exactly like a man I just met back in uh, Lumio City, named Lysandra. Yeah, you both seem to have a big kind of fire flame thing going on. Yeah, pretty <laughs> obviously, and you both have well tailored suits. He's such a creep. So, He's like having this conversation with this woman, Diantha, and he just keeps insisting. He's like, wouldn't you like to stay young and beautiful forever? And she's like, no. And he's like, oh but wouldn't you? And he's like, she's like, no. I Looking forward to aging gracefully someday. But he wouldn't. He won't leave it alone. No. So obviously the bad guy. Obviously. We'll I'm not s- even we'll going to try to obfuscate that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then once once we have a conversation with him, we are free to leave. Uh, Trevor moves out of the way and we can go to Route 5, Joshua. Versant Road. The Versant Road, yes. Versant. Can I say something real quick? Can I I follow my sword and make an uh, amendment to something I said last week? Of course. We love falling on our swords here. I hate the rollerblades. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're so hard to use. They're so unwieldy. The D-pad, the like circle pad is not good. It's not in a good place. I still don't like using the analog stick yeah it's, it's i still bad. prefer the d-pad yeah yeah i don't like the rollerblades i was so into it at first and then like after my like fifth wild flailing stop trying to just like go somewhere i was like no i hate this thing also yeah, the cameras I, in this game are a little tricky they kind of like shift around so you know you don't always know where you're going yeah the angles will change we're coming up on a route right after this where you're walking down a path up to a palace and then it just zooms down where it's just doing like direct third person yeah like following you so you can't really tell what's going on to the sides or the back yeah. Tunnel vision. and it's it makes it especially harder when you're on unwieldy rollerblades right and this versant road is a skate park and that was also when i was reminded of the fact that the rollerblades are not good kind of bad because yeah. you had to stay you had to get up onto the poles and then like you know ride them to the different areas to get all the items and like different areas of grass and trainers and everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I hate this. And I've mostly just been holding down B and running. Route 5, Joshua. What a what a, a feast for the senses. There's yeah. some painters out here doing some lovely paintings, some landscape paintings. Um, there's beautiful flowers, fields of flowers, purple, purple flowers. I mean, I saw something beautiful. On what did Route you five. see on Route 5 that you thought was beautiful? Joshy's sweetie. I think it might be Tanner Sweetie too. 
I suspected it would be. And part of the reason, not that it's not qualified, but part of the reason that I gave it the sweetie status, despite, as I mentioned, many, many in competition this week, yep. is out of respect to you Thank because you. it is Skiddo. Skiddo, what a little treat. What a little snack, huh? Oh, yeah. Little goat guy, cute Just as a, a button. Delightful little goat. Tiny horns. Little little hooves, little, fur, little uh, grass rough. So happy. Yep. So happy. Pure grass type. It's got a, a move called Sap Sipper, which is beautiful. It just undoes any grass type moves set at it and empowers it. So like yeah. when you're facing Increases off against attack. fucking bugs who are constantly trying to put sleep powder on you, it never works. And in fact, it makes your attack stronger. It's very good. It's a very good move. I wanted to and i would have put this into my party except i suspect you will be running a go-goat eventually and tell me tell us all a little bit about your relationship with this mon go-goat is that your favorite you like the whole line how did you become entranced by the skiddo go-goat Goat's my favorite animal let's just get that out of the way now okay there we go goat love a goat Love going you to just a like goat farm. Yep. I, I would spend I have all... seen a lot of content of you at goat yeah, farms. I would spend all day at a goat farm if it were up to me. Um, so I'm already predisposed. But also, look at this dang thing, Josh. It's just cute as a button. It's a delight. And it's fun to play. I don't know if it's a good Pokemon, but it's certainly a fun Pokemon to play, both Skiddo and Go-Goat. It's a great design, both of them. Yep. They look cool. Uh, if I'm going to run any grass type, like, why not? What am I going to run instead? A fucking Bulbasaur? Honk shoe. Old hat. Yeah. Is it my favorite Pokemon? Such a hard question to answer. For the longest time, Poliwrath and Poliwhirl have been my favorite Pokemon. Right. And they count as one Pokemon because one's just the angry version of the other one. Right. That's established. Uh, most recently, Rotom has really ri- risen in the ranks. True. But I still do love a Skiddo and a Go-Goat. Yeah, I think it's tied. I think it's a dead heat between... Poliwhirl, Poliwrath, Skiddo, Go-Goat. I think that's fair. They're all my favorite. Just like your favorite Pokemon are Mewtwo and Octillery. Octillery. (laughs) And then also Alolan Raichu. And Alolan Raichu, right. That's a handsome one. I think those are the top three off the top of my head. Yeah, and mine are are probably Go-Goat, Poliwhirl, and Rotom. I like it. Just three charming little boys, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and mine are um, mine are charming in their in their other ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, did you do anything else on Route Five? I... After this break. <laughs> Joshua, welcome back. Welcome back, Bug Catchers. Route Five. Anything? Anything happening with you? I had one quick note, which was just, I can't remember if it was here or it was kind of just in general, but you can tell that Kalos is this like upper class, like hoity-toity region, because like even at this stage of the game, there were multiple trainers who were like dropping potions and like super potions on like their fur fruits and their vol beats and shit. I was like, really? You're just some no name painter or whatever. There's a lot of skaters out here and a lot yeah. of youngsters. And they've got all their generational wealth and their super potions, you know? There's this new type of trainer called Rising Star. Yeah. <laughs> and they're they're sort of all over these these next few routes. Uh, and they're the ones who seem to have the most uh, the most gear, mm-hmm. I think. They're the old money. 
They're the old money. Yep. I caught a few other cuties in this area, but the only other real notable thing is um, you have a big fight with Tierno and Trevor here. A double fight. Yeah. Or no, sorry. This isn't the double fight. This is just Tierno. That's right. Who's the guy with the, the vanilla-ish shirt. Yeah, uh, he's too enthusiastic for my tastes. He's always like running around and like at one point he complimented me about like having already caught a Dunsparce. And I'm me like, too. You, That's you're what excited about catching a fucking... Why is he so excited about a Dunsparce? Dunsparce? Like this yeah. guy is a dunce. I had to go get the pan monkeys out of my box to come uh, teach his his core fish a lesson. <laughs> he's got a level 12 core fish and that's it. Uh, which was which was no big deal, and then a cutie though. I like corefish. Yeah, and then you uh, and then you're in camp camp Camfrier. You meet Cassius. Cassius, who's who's the guy who runs the box system. In... Bill's bud. So he yeah. administers the PC system out here. Yeah. And there was a little Easter egg I like stumbled across where I was just like clicking around, and if you click the servers that are in there, it's secretly a, something, Josh. It's a PC. Um, and then, you know, well, welcome to the hotel, Camp Freer. <laughs> Which, once again, there's nothing really going on here. No. Uh, Mr. Bonding will teach you about special attack power, and you get something called a shock ribbon. On Tuesdays. It's just some held item. Yeah, like a kind of contest vibe. Yep. The main venue here is the Chabonneau Castle. Very Chabonneau. fun to say. Chabonneau. Yes, you thought that you could maybe learn a, a thing or two about mega evolutions in the the Chabonneau castle, but I think it's mostly empty. Yeah, it's an empty chateau, and it was once owned by a noble family who's they gave all of their belongings away, which was nice. But I don't think we can really do anything here. We just we learned that if there was anything to be learned about the mega evolution stones, you know, they gave it away. So this yeah. is a dead end. Joshua, I left. I went to the west, uh, and I was just walking down the street. It was like a absurdist, like avant-garde film from the '40s, because I was just walking down the street, and I was approached by a man and uh, his daughter, and they said, "Would you like to?" It was a lot like that movie we bought a zoo. I bought a vineyard, <laughs> uh, a big berry patch where I can grow berry trees to turn into Chateau de Lovemaker. Yeah. Vintage wine. Beautiful. Yeah. It's pretty neat. You get this little, you just get this little area where you can grow berries. Yeah. Plots of land. And it's a ton of plots of land. We finally don't have to worry about like finding random patches and keeping track of them. And, you know, they just streamline it. Well, not only that is if you plant two berries next to one another, Mm -hmm. they form a new kind of berry. That part is nice. Isn't that cool? And it kind of up-levels them finally, because as everybody knows who listens to the show, we shit on berries pretty much every season. Yeah, I try to get out at least once a season and shit on berries if I can. <laughs> um, th- that's what, the other that's nice the, part is... The fertilizer that you use over there at uh Well, that's Chateau what I was about to say. The other part is maker. you get all these extra berries, but there's a composter here, and you can dump your extra berries into there to get mulch. And depending on the type of berries you put in there... You get different kinds of mulch, like the boost mulch or the rich mulch, each of which uh, has different effects on the berries. So fun little berry side game here. It also happens to be right next to the Pokemon Daycare Center, Mm -hmm. which is really nice because you can just like plop, let's say, a 
Cottony and uh, Bulbasaur in there just to see what happens. See what happens. See what see what kind of magic they get up to. Mm-hmm. And then some pervert is standing on the outside just watching them make love. And every time you approach him, he's like, your Bulbasaur and your Cottony are very close friends. They're quite friendly with each other. It's like, yeah, man, I taught them everything they know. <laughs> okay? They didn't learn how to make love from you, pervert. If anything, you're hindering what yeah, they're trying to do. You're teaching them wrong. Yeah. I spent um, some time at the daycare, which we'll get into in the level check, but uh, I have left a couple of them on there that um, now that it takes forever to get back, uh, I just can't. I think that pervert is probably sitting on, you know, two dozen eggs by now. Yeah, I bet. I don't know how long it takes for an egg to hatch or an egg to It depends to grow. on the the egg group and the, I've been checking back the type my... of Pokemon. My dudes, but I got one pretty much immediately, but now I haven't been back forever. Yeah. Uh, and the Pokemon was not to my liking. So one other thing on Route Six that I want to talk about before we move on, Joshua, is might you make me barf Pokemon of the week? Okay, round two. My second one. Smeargle. <laughs> I don't think this is Smeargle's first time in the Barf Arena. I don't think so either, but he gets he gets the spotlight in this game. Smeargle. Yeah, this whole section is is really Smeargle focused. Yeah, I do like the like painters who are painting landscapes. Yeah. Like they'll they'll move and they're they've got an easel and everything, but I didn't need a reason for Smeargle to make a comeback. Yeah, I don't get Smeargle. I don't understand it. It only knows one move, which is um, sketch. Sketch, which I think just copies the last move that your opponent played. That's right. It's just normal type. It doesn't seem to. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get the. It, the, it stays the niche. normal, but it like the reason that it's theoretically interesting is that it could have four moves that are just however you choose the best moves. You know, it could have like moves that obviously moves that it could never learn, nor could most other, if not all, like normal type Pokemon. So you could just be running like Earthquake and Shadow Ball and Ice Beam and, you know, whatever like kind of classic, like great moves. The problem is its stats are terrible. Yeah. Why would I want to do that? Its, it's base stats, stats are 250. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's I don't get so it. bad, and it has no stab moves, obviously, because it's normal type. Oh, it's also ugly. Unless it had a normal move, but like, yeah, yeah, it's ugly, also. And it's got dumb, it's got dumb, it uses its dumb little tail to paint. I don't like it. <sighs> I don't like it either. It was a real toss-up between Flabebe and Smeargle, but then I decided, you know what, I just can make, they can both make me barf. Why not both? And that's what they've done. And we don't need barfing it. all over myself. We didn't need it to make a comeback, Pokemon. You know what else happened to me, Josh? What? I was minding my own business, grinding grinding out some levels in the grass in Route 7 with my Ralts, and I got attacked by five Pokemon at once. Oh, yeah, me too. And they were Scraggies, which is a dark type, so it's like they knew I had a psychic type, and they're like, well, here's five dark types. Have fun. I can't tell if the raid battles are fun or a pain in the ass. I think they mostly just slow you down, and the, the problem is all five of the Pokemon are so low level that you barely get any XP out of the battles either. Yeah, it's such a slugfest. I had one at one point that was five Hopips, and it was like, I had, I think, my Pancham up front, so like, can't do anything super effective against these things, and then I had to swap in another Pokemon to like, take them out in one hits, and then it's you like, had, you gotta hope 20 you get lucky. fine experience or whatever, 25. Yeah, it's, like, it's ridiculous. I don't like it. 
Maybe you'll have a Pokemon in your team that has an area of effect spell, like um, Frogadier has Water Pulse, which can hit sure. multiple Pokemon at once. But um, they're far and in between. For the most part, you're just going to be between. doing like one-hit KOs over the course of five turns, which is so slow. But yeah. it's fine. I, I don't. Do not a fan of the the horde raid battles or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I not am yet at least. Maybe it'll get interesting once they're like higher level and we have more area of effect moves. But at the moment, I've been running away from them for the most part. Further west down Route Seven is an impasse. We cannot get past a small bridge because wouldn't you know it? A dank Snorlax is falling asleep. They pass out over here <laughs> just in Kalos, too. They went back to that well. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I, I, I can't figure out how we can prevent the player from going down this bridge. <laughs> so we have to go find the Polka Flute, which has just recently been graciously donated to Parfume Palace. Mm-hmm. Head, head over to Parfume Palace, which is back on Route 6. You head north, and I don't know. It's a big tour. It's like Versailles. It's like yeah. a big tourist destination. This is the path where the, you have to get like third person view. You walk down this pathway of all these trees. There's like grass on the sides that has trainers hidden in it. Like it's tall grass and you'll just be walking down. And then like th- some guy comes out of the bushes to attack you. Yeah, it's really tall grass. I think they would have better security at a palace like this. And But um, once you're through that initial entryway, there's no trainers in this fucking thing, once again. No, they keep and, making these big set pieces and then not putting trainers in them. And you had to pay $1,000 to get into the Parfum Palace. Yeah. And yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, we're using it to renovate the place. And it's like, what? Why am I paying for this? Yeah, what do you, why don't the rich, the rich king who used to live here? pay for it yeah and all the rooms i mean it looks like fucking trump's apartment fifth avenue like (laughs) it's gold like hideous gold everywhere everyone's like oh it's so beautiful there's there's this very funny through line where the only thing that there is to do in in parfum palace is to help this guy catch his fur fru yeah you don't know who he is he just asks you for help and you're like fine i'll help you and then he kept saying like go to the balcony on the second floor it gives you the best views of the the estate <laughs> and there's another guy here who's like you have to go visit the balcony it's beautiful it's stunning you won't believe the view from the balcony and then you go out there and it's like fucking awful it looks like an f0 game like it's one of those like shitty sort of like mi- mapped bitmapped sprites that's just laid out on a flat plane. It looks terrible. It looks terrible. And it doesn't even do what at least I thought it would do, where it gives you a bird's eye view and like you can get an idea where the fur is. the dog. Is. Yeah. You do get a little bit of a bird's eye view. And I'm, I guess I'm having trouble understanding what all of the things in the, the Parfum Palace courtyard are because the bottom right is definitely a chandelier. And the top, the bottom left is a chandelier, and the top right is a soul rock. But then the other two, I don't know. Oh, because when you do actually look at the map here on a Bulbapedia, you can get that bird's eye view. I see what you're yeah. saying. Bottom right could be maybe a Mister Mime. Why would they put? Why would they make it a Mister Mime? <laughs> well, why would they put a soul rock in here? That's true. I don't know. And then there's a huge the Mr. Mime's statue. the court jester? I don't know. <laughs> there's a huge statue, statue of Zekron and Reshiram here on either side of the courtyard. Can't escape those things. But really, all you have to do is go do this mini game where you trap this furfru in a dead end so that the guy can come get it back. And it turns out that the guy is the guy who runs Parfum Palace. And he gives you the polka flute and you can go wake up the Snorlax and catch it if you want. I did. I did too. 
pretty fun, I guess. Just a, a quick little diversion. I wish they would put trainers in these things so I could actually like grind out some levels. But yeah, I would have liked that too. I liked the set piece for sure, but it would have been nice that yeah, why wouldn't there just be some tourists out yeah. in the garden? But you know what they do, Josh? In the next section is when they give us our fucking oh, yeah. brilliant little grinding ground. I know what you're talking about. I spent more time in the Battle Chateau than I care to admit. <laughs> Level, did you? Well, we should explain it. Let's explain what the Battle Chateau is. It's on Route 7, on the on the west side of Route 7, past where the Snorlax is, there's a big castle. And inside the castle, you're explained that this is the Battle Chateau. Each of the rooms has a baron or a baroness in it. And you are granted the title of baron or baroness. Mm-hmm. And you are invited to go and battle them all. They all have lots of money. They all usually only have one or two Pokemon, so it's pretty easy battles. And then once you've cleared enough battles, you are um, upgraded in title. So after Baron, it's Viscount. And then after Viscount, it's Earl, which is what I am. Earl Lovemaker 69. Oh, very good. I only made it to Viscountess. I spent a lot of time in Battle Chateau. (laughs) I kind of assumed we couldn't go any further yet, and I just left after that, but... Uh, I will go back. I really enjoyed it. This yeah, is a good version of the like the battle tower setup. Where yeah. first of all, it's so early on in the game that we can really get a lot of use out of it. It levels. And second, with you. yeah, you get actual exp out of this. Right, and the the fights get harder as you go up in levels. So it, it's not like you come back to this early game grinding place right. you know it, it it gets more challenging there's also a certain psychological thrill to uh beating down these snivelly little barons <laughs> little rich kids yeah, yeah with their like their long flowing hair and they're they're like holding it like sensually and yeah. then after you beat them they're all wearing like sharp little suits you're like yeah they've got little suits and then you teach them a lesson where they always like they say something that's like but I have all the money in the world and I have all of the best Pokemon in the world. So does that mean that I'm the problem? So you're like <laughs> teaching this old money a thing or two, yeah. which is fun. Teaching them about the real world. Yeah, that's how we do it down It's in, uh, pretty fun. The, the talent inside a Battle Chateau updates pretty often. Like if you go and heal, there usually be at least a couple new Viscounts or Barons uh, in the Battle Chateau. But you can also do this thing called issuing a writ yeah so you can say you can bring like stronger you can invite stronger level uh baronesses and earls and viscounts to come to come to the palace to the chateau but it costs fifty thousand fucking poke credits to issue a writ so i don't right. think i'm gonna be doing that anytime soon and they only last for like 24 hours but yep. they get pretty it's nice though where i'm looking at the chart now and the final one you can get if you make it to being a Grand Duke or Duchess is the Black Writ of Challenge, and it increases the Pokemon levels by 20 and battle winnings. It costs yeah. 300k, but by that point in the game, you have so much money. Like, I love it's taken them so long to get to the point where they have features where you can actually use like a chunk of money when yeah. you have so much of it sitting around. Well, and you you really earn it because back in, in um, Parfum Palace, we also find the amulet coin. Yeah, and then oh, yeah. when you already. put that on a Pokemon and come to Battle Chateau, the prize money for Battle at Battle Chateau is already pretty good. And then if you yeah. happen to have an amulet coin in play, oh, my my money problems are over. Oh, oh my Major sixty nine's money problems are over. I'm going to be going back to that Cafe Class A and Lumios one of these days. And you have I'm to just have good style, not lots everything. of money. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to use that money to buy my way into some style. You know, that's that's how it works yeah. in this world. We have another run in 
with Tierno and Trevor, who want to do a double battle with you and uh, Serena slash Calum. I had to get the pan monkeys out for it, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was we made pretty quick work of them. So it was a know. nothing. Nothing. Yeah. We are in um, the caves. Ugh. The connecting caves. I didn't even go into connecting cave because I knew that it's like a dead end for now at least. So there's two caves here. There's the top one, which is a dead end. You need a you need strength so you can push a boulder. And then there's the bottom one, which just cuts straight through to uh, to Ambret Town. But so does the top cave. I don't get it. I don't get why there's two caves. They both are just quick little jaunts under the mountain to get. It's to that eventually when you do have strength, which is pretty soon, which we get. Yeah, then you can use that. Like you know what I was just saying earlier where i need to go back to the daycare now that i have strength i'll go into connecting cave push the boulder in and then you can just shoot straight through rather than having to go south and like through the the beach to whatever it's called ambret ambret yeah oh my god this whole i can't believe we got out of this one you get out of the cave the cave is pretty short you know there's some cave pokemon in there if you want to fight cave pokemon you've seen it all before um, but once you're out of the cave, you, you're on the top of this bluff and you see the city below and you're like, oh, finally, I've made it. The end of the leg. No. <laughs> There's oh so God. much more to do. Oh, my God. There's so much more to do. So the first thing we have to do is is kind of wander down a couple of routes. There's like a rock jumping puzzle that you can do if you want to like get a couple of extra items. But Yeah, stepping stones out in the little pond. Yeah, I got a, a horde raid battle that was like uh four survivors and a zangoose and i was like that's funny because that they're funny. like <laughs> rivals you know what's interesting about that is you can't get zangoose it's not in x so that was maybe your one chance to catch a zangoose oh my god it was in that raid battle i'll reveal also that i just didn't know that there was this much left and i just literally ran out of pokeballs like <laughs> For this, I caught the Absol, and then that Saviper Zangoose thing, which I hadn't even really thought about. I was like, wait, yeah, they are usually in different games. Yeah. So I fucked that up. It's cool that you can get one in a raid. That is cool. Okay, so I guess that's a value to it. But at that point, I had no balls left, and I was like, I gotta just hack it and like get to Ambrette Town. I am yeah. not going all the way back to Lumios to like buy more balls. Like I'll just come back here and I'll catch everything else, not knowing that uh, I missed out on a Zangoose. <sighs> Wrong, Josh, that's not what you will be doing because if you try to go down to the beach, if you try to climb down the bluff and go down to the beach and make your way north to Ambret Town, you were stopped by a young woman who says, actually, you need to go get the fossil first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you go back up the bluff, oh back up the side of the bluff, and you're like, okay, where's this fucking fossil? And some guy's like, oh, it's down that way. And you're like, okay, quick jaunt. Quick jaunt over here. Let's pop in. Let's get this fossil. And let's get out. Wrong. It starts with the slowest sequence in any Pokemon game where you get on the back of a fucking Rhyhorn or Rhydon and ride it across like well, gravel, yeah. like bumpy gravel, because you can't go on the gravel yourself. You have to oh ride, ride a Rhyhorn. It's so slow. You're getting stopped like, every three steps by hippopotta to hippopotamus. Yeah. There is some lady in this cave, too, who is like fawning. Grace is our mom, right? 
Grace is our mom. Yeah. Yeah. And and everyone's she's like, like, she's like world famous. She's, she's like the, the Michael Jordan of Kalos. Most inspirational woman I've ever seen. She's not Grace. even the first person to bring up, bring up your mom. Some like guard in the guardhouse is like, um, you, which is like, cool. I hope to be as cool as Grace someday. But then I'm thinking like, well, I'm like, you know, the offspring of Grace. Why can't I make this fucking Rhyhorn move faster yeah, go than faster. about a foot every minute? <laughs> And why doesn't he just use his horn to smash these hippopotas? Oh, my God. Uh, and then eventually you get to the end of this long sequence. Glittering cave. Oh, my God. You're just in a cave. It's like a whole cave. And the cave is a maze. Some trainers it, in here. It does the, like, it drops you into first-person view or, like, third-person over the shoulder. And you it's just literally a maze. You can't see more than a couple of segments in front of you. Yeah. But if you just hug the wall, you'll eventually find your way to a clearing. And that's where you meet the new bad guys. With their little outfits. Team Flair. All red, like, tuxes, red I think hair, they look red sunglasses. Incredible. They look great. I think they are by far the best looking team so far. You're uh, you're immediately dislodging Team Rocket. Immediately. I think Team Flair has such a sharp, good look. It's very clean. And you know what else I like? And I would say that this also rivals Team Rocket. I'm not going to give my judgment yet. But their mission statement. Their mission statement is just like we don't want to be told what to do, Perfect. and we want to just be happy and do whatever Perfect. we want. Perfect. Great. Straightforward. That's just, all that we want. They're just well-dressed libertarians, <laughs> and I love it. That's what I'm here they, for. Like, that's not, a Pokemon bad guy. That's, that's what we're talking it. about. Team Flare. Definitely. Why are we complicating this? They're just they just are bad guys, and they want to do their own thing. They just want to do whatever they want. And their their head, the guy who runs them is like a Sith Lord. Like he's like trying to figure out how to like keep people alive and youthful for longer. You know? Yeah, they want to live forever so that they can keep doing whatever they want. Just classic bad guys. So good. Great. Team Flare slaps. Love them. Eventually you, you fight a couple <laughs> of Team Flare grunts. You make your way to the end of this cave. There's a, a nerd here who's like, I'm dislodging Pokemon fossils. Which kind do you want? And you have the choice of the sail fossil or the jaw fossil so fossil check i didn't really have a choice because i was hammering a wasn't paying attention and i chose the jaw fossil (laughs) okay well that worked out because i chose the sail fossil i then went and looked them up and i'm i'm a little sad i chose the jaw fossil i think the tie what's it called tyrant yeah and the thing that it evolves into are obviously awesome looking they're fucking t-rexes how could you not yeah. But I think that that thing that the sail fossil turns into is awesome. Yeah, that's exactly cool. what my calculus was. What is that called? Amora and then Aurorus. I think they look so cool. Like some of the coolest looking Pokemon. I've Design is really good. I know that like sort of objectively Tyrantrum is better, the final form of Tyrant, but Okay. I just love the design of Amora and Aurorus. And I do too. I like right, Rock Ice is interesting. They what's they Tyran- s- is it? Is Tyrantum Dark Rock? Uh, it's Rock Dragon, which is also oh, interesting. That's, that's actually better than Rock Ice. Yeah, and the stats are better and like etc. But I just really like the design. I just think Aurorus with its big fins and its little ice crystals. I just it's think it's such beautiful. a cool looking Pokemon. I don't know if I'll use it, but I'm sort of tempted to because maybe I I kind of want to vindicate it. Oh yeah. I mean, still decent stats. Uh, They give you a little escape rope 
right and when you find this that was nerd nice. scientist yeah. so you can just bop out but it doesn't bop you out back to ambulate town it just bops you out back to the fucking rhyhorn and you have to go through the whole thing God. again to get out and it, you can't use i had two escape ropes and i tried to drop it there too and then it doesn't they're doing you. so much in this game to like atone for past mistakes you know they're like they've really picked up the flow they've really picked up the timing like they're getting rid of boring stuff that like you have to hammer through a you get the running shoes right away you get the rollerblades right away we also on this leg got a bike which i was surprised to see Um, getting it all out of the way quick but they still make little mistakes like making you go through this grueling like rye horn ride sequence which just takes forever yeah it's brutal go visit the the fossil lab and they give them your give them your thing and they'll turn into a thing. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? That's that's how it works. You can then head towards Amblet Town. There is a woman here who will ambush you from the cliffside and say, do you want to do a bird battle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I guess so. I didn't have any flying types at the time, so oh, I couldn't well, even do a sky battle. Well, it was kind of cool, I guess. It's just a battle. Yeah, but you could just only use birds. There's a woman in here who will give your Pokemon a massage. Love Maker 69 picked up a lot of tips and tricks from her. <laughs> um, and then that's it pretty much you get you get strength we got you a lot of the, uh, hms we got dousing strength. machine got also that works as a whole new way where now it's like on the overworld and it's like basically a laser it, it's like a metal finder yeah but it's with lasers and so they'll change based on how close you are rather than using the bottom screen because now we as we explained in the first episode got all that shit going on on the main bottom screen yeah i do uh, like the not the, as good as the when it used the screen, but it's still... I like it when it uses the screen. It's a yeah, little disappointing too. that they got rid of that. But it's still like, you know, it's better than the original item fighter. It's more straightforward still. Joshua, we are no closer to learning <sighs> the truth about no. Mega Evolutions. But we have now met very cool looking guy called Grant, who's the leader of Silage Gym. Mm-hmm. And he invites you to come partake in a Pokemon battle with him. Yeah, because he uh, very proudly announces that you're too late for the bike race, which he already yeah, got first place in. in. Instead, okay. you can just battle him. Wasn't interested in the bike race, and I wasn't interested in whether or not you got first place in it, Grant. <laughs> they, but I, I didn't like, ask for your life story. I do like that you've like w- woven little gems into your hair. I like Grant's look, definitely. Yeah. Here's what I don't like. Grant's gym. Uh, 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 my worst nightmare. In real life... <laughs> And also in this game. It took forever. And like, you know, the, Josh and I have, have made a mistake at this point, right? We've made a mistake. We're scrambling to catch up yeah, and, and beat this leg. And we finally get to the gym and it's like a fucking like aggro crag. Yeah, it's all like guts. climbing walls and like... Confusing like paths, like dead ends. Paths and... Trainers. Hikers and rising stars. It's, it's a rock-type it. gym. You never catch me dead in here. Or I, I guess you would, because I, I would have and you did it. fallen and, and died in real life as well. Should we talk about the teams we brought in? Yeah, we should. We should. <gasps> Level check. Level check. Tell me about Joan of Arceus's team. Oh, we are battling tonight, by the way. We should tell the bug catchers. Yeah. I think we're probably going to have to just do a one and done. One and done, yeah. Whoever... Pulls it off. Unless it's super close. Unless it's super close. Okay. But yes, we will be battling. We felt like it. And we're unhinged this season. We can do whatever we want. Joan of Arceus, who is assembling her chivalrous knightly crew. Chivalrous band of knights is probably the best way of saying that. I like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, there's some new ones. She has recruited Raoul, who's a Psyduck, level 26. Beautiful. Jean Duke is still here. Pikachu, level 27. Still chewing it up. John II is now a Bruxin. Brixen? Ooh, Brixen. Does, Brixen? does Brixen have the little uh, wand yet, or is that just Yeah, it's one? got a little wand, and in the animations, uh, all of its moves are like, if it's Ember, or now it has Psybeam, it comes exactly. out of the wa- the little stick, the wand. That's cool. Very festive. And then we have Renault, Ivysaur, level 28. Ah, you're sticking with it. How about that Renault? That was pretty good. Yeah. I'm learning. And then we have Saint Sauvage. Yeah. Pancham. Saint Sauvage. Saint Saint Sauvage. Tweet. Saint Sauvage. Yeah. Pancham, level 26. Love a Pancham. Also have one on my team. Going to carry it through to the bitter end. I will have to follow up with you on that because I assumed you were going to run Lucario. And that was why I picked Pancham. I assumed so too, but then I caught a Pancham. (laughs) Because I've never run this before. We'll see. We'll see where we end up. Jean de Metz is a Vivillon now, Vivian. level 22, and it's low because I was running an egg here for most of the leg. Oh, okay. And I intended to replace it, but the Pokemon that I am breeding did not have the stats that I wanted, so what I kept Pokemon it. What Pokemon were you breeding, or, or will I find out on a later episode? I guess I should keep it as a surprise. Yeah, surprise me. Yeah, either. it's going to come out, hopefully in the next one. Vivion is a polar version, and it's very slick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love I think that you and mod. I have the same Vivion. But you're intimidated by these levels, I hear. I am intimidated by these love levels. Makers love Maker 69 going to fail is to perform. here to make love, Joshua, not uh-huh. war. Yeah. So I didn't try very hard. That's why I didn't try very hard on my levels this week. That's, and not yeah. because I rushed to play the game in one day because of, of a, an error on my part. Day, oh, and also, by the way, I've started naming my Pokemon after bug catchers now. So oh, yeah. if you would like one of my Pokemon named after you... Tweet about the show or post about it on Instagram, and I'll reach out and ask if I can name a Pokemon after you and what name you prefer. So welcome to the team, Davis Pancham, mm-hmm. level 25, named after at Savvy Mittens on Twitter. Ooh, Thank you I very like much, both names. at Savvy Mittens. Dr. Rachel Honedge, level 23, yeah. named after at R.E. Coleman 08 on Twitter. Thank you, Rachel, Dr. Rachel. I like Honedge. It's grown on me. I love Honedge. Yeah. Uh, Makeout Champ, named after at the Makeout Champ, good on good Twitter. Uh, Skiddo, level twenty six, perfect nice. together. The Makeout Champ and and Love Maker sixty nine. Yeah, that's your champion. Spreading their message of love all all across the Kalos region. Yeah, Ek Nasty, <laughs> named after at a Eckert ninety five on Twitter. Thank you, a Eckert ninety five. Swirlix, level twenty four. Fun. I think Swirlix is a little cutie. I think And right. I already got the like whipped bun or whatever that I need to evolve it. So now it's just a matter of figuring out the best time to evolve it. That's fun. It's a little like stack of pancakes. I love that for you. Uh, Frogger, Frogadier, level 31. And uh, Raphael, Kirlia, level 25. Named after my favorite Soul Calibur 4 character. Oh, not, not, uh, not Bug Catchers. No, yet, that was before I started the Bug Catcher right. thing. Yeah. So it's just named after a Soul Calibur character. All right. It's named after, I caught a male Ralts, which means I'm going to have a Gallade. Uh, so I named it after my favorite Soul Calibur character because Raphael's the one who's like a fencer. He's got two little like rapiers in the game. I see it. Yeah. I like it. Good names. 
Thank you. How'd you catchers. do against Grant with that team and his and his gym full of rock type trainers? Well, uh, just fine because I've got an Ivysaur, I've got a Psyduck, I've got like Rock Pan is the easiest. Yeah, um, this like, was basically a cakewalk. You have, you have a fighting Pancham. You have a you have a, a grass Skiddo and then Ivysaur. Mm-hmm. Water Frogadier and Psyduck. Psyduck. There's just no, there's no there's no way you could win this game. No, Tyrun was the game. only one that like put up a little fight, but it was still yeah. over. I don't think anyone fainted in this whole gym. Um, it's it's what you would expect from a rock type gym. There's a lot of like there's a Dwebble, there's a Solrock and Lunatone, there's an Onyx, there's a couple of Nose Passes, but then Grant has Amara and Tyrant. The, yeah. the two the jaw fossil and the the sail fossil that and i'll say the other thing i loved about amara is its battle cry is so sweet yeah it's inspiring and the new the new models do do pokemon like nose pass no favors the new 3d sprites nose pass still no, looks just not. like absolute there's shit. no making it look good tanner yeah lunatone and Solrock look like absolute shit <laughs> and there's so many there were so many in glittering cave <laughs> there were so many in glittering God, cave. those i'm not catching i yeah. guess are you still tracking you're catching everything um i i missed a couple this week that i have to go back and find notably the um audino that is in the tall grass Mm. At, at I also did not see an idea. Parfum Palace. Um, but yeah, I'm still I'm still mostly doing well. Still mostly on track. All right, good. To, to catch them all. And now that I have money, I can actually go and buy some fucking Great Balls and, and Ultra Balls for once. I'm going to yeah. do some catching once I boot this back up tonight because yeah, I've got money all. and I can access Pokeballs again. All right, Joshua. That is Jim 2 yes. against Grant behind us. And now we are proud holders of the... Um, Cliff Badge. Cliff Badge and TM39 Rock Tomb. We can use Strength Outside of Battle, which some guy gave to us at some point. Which we can use to now open up the path (laughs) in uh, Connecting Cave. Mm -hmm. We're hammering through it, Joshua. Wow. We're getting it done. We We should probably have some guests on this season. We should get some guests. We should get some guests. Joshua, Bug Catchers. This has been Experience Share, uh, a Pokemon podcast, and it's not over because now we're going to go to... um, we're going to go do a battle on Pokemon Showdown. So Spent the time plugging them in. Let's mash them together. Bug catchers, we'll be back in just a second. Your time and tell you who the victor of this battle was. It's going to be dicey. Josh has me on levels. It'll be interesting. Certainly. We'll be back in a minute. Joshua, you smoked me. Brakeson Literally. Your brakes and did me. My quite a bit of smoking, yes. We were hot dogging. We were showboating over here a little bit. You had some tricky trickster moves. Swirlix knows a move called... Swirlix started the fight. Yeah. And first of all, Swirlix has a thing called Veil of Cuteness or something. A sweet veil. Sweet veil. But it says like that Swirlix and its team are surrounded in a veil of sweetness, which is very fun. Which means you can't put any of my Pokemon to sleep. Yeah. And I opened with... the first thing you tried to do. (laughs) I opened with Ivysaur, (laughs) which I thought was safe because I was like, well, if I need to bail, I'll just put it to sleep and then run away. And so I had never even encountered Sweet Veil before. Uh, So I used Sleep Powder to no effect. And then I used a move called Round, which is a a fine normal type move, but it's a really tricky move because if you have another Pokemon that knows Round and you swap it in and do it again, it hits a ton harder. And I think will continue to hit a ton harder the more you keep swapping in Pokemon and doing Round. So even though you had a Venusaur in, I mean a, a Bulbasaur in, Ivy, or an Ivysaur in, I 
pulled out Frogadier, a calculated risk, knowing that Frogadier also has round and hoping I could kill you in one hit. And I got very close, but I didn't do it. And then you just did a vine whip on me and killed me in one hit. Yeah. Or a leaf storm, maybe. I don't remember. Uh, raise a leaf. Raise uh, a leaf. And then you did take And Frogadier out... is my strongest Pokemon. Right. That was the highest level of either of our teams. Um, so so once he was out, it was all kind of downhill from there. Yeah. They, then it was like you killed the Ivysaur with Hone Edge, I think. And then I brought out Brakeson, and then Brakeson yeah. never left the field. I had, I had nothing that could kill Brakeson, although I did get you down to 3% at the yeah. end. But it was fire spinning and bringing that wand out and just flipping out embers and psybeams. Someone this knows, Corellia knows um, Thief, which is a dark type move, but uh, Brakeson is not dual type yet, right? It's just fire yeah, type. Yeah, the final evolution is. So that was a trick up my sleeve. Yeah, and Thief is also not a very strong move. So. No. But it was a fun well battle. It was quick, and we're gonna, just going to keep grinding away on these guys and mash them again in a couple weeks. Right, Joshua? Indeed. Indeed. Bug catchers, this has been Experience Share. My name is Tancham, and I'm joined by Flea Baby. Uh, please baby. do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, and do follow the show anywhere that you follow podcasts. And do follow us at EXP Share Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we're actually battling the winner from the last season this Friday, so we'll have a recap yeah. in the next episode about who won that. Uh, and you can do that at our Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers. And if you want to support the dang show, you can go and get some merch at expsharemerch.com. Joshua, bugcatchers, goodbye. Smell you later. What else happened? I was fla- slay slaying the flababe. Pretty good. Mm. Needs work. Yeah, decent, yeah. Needs work, but it's pretty good. <sighs>